Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. What I wanted to talk about today, and the room topic was just perfect, is the opportunity in new connections. And so when I look at connections, I am a book coach, 
I have a publishing company and I work with primarily entrepreneurs and athletes who want to write a book that creates an impact on their audience and also gives them an opportunity to monetize their expertise. So when we look at connections, we look at how we use our expertise and our stories to humanize ourselves to others. And then we do this through sharing our failures, our struggles, and our triumphs. And I think it's really important to understand that, especially those of us who are on social media a lot, that nobody wants to hear about our Ferrari unless we share the path on how we got there. And that's a really important thing, component to building connection with people. So what we're going to talk about is how to create your signature story. And what I like about signature story is it's a framework that you can use not only to write a book, but you can use it in your social media posts. You can use it on YouTube. You can use it in your sales funnels um, with your business stories. And if you're participating in the Breakfast of Champions, Champions Circle, the mastermind that meets, then certainly you have talked about sales funnels and attracting your ideal audience and clients. And your signature story is a huge part of connecting and attracting the right people and repelling the rest. So we can use these stories everywhere, but you can also, it's a modified version of a hero's journey is how I want you to think about it. And the key on these stories is focusing on the transformation. And it's really easy to get stuck in kind of when we're telling our story is we're telling it from a place of pain. But it's really important to remember that our audience member is really looking for that transformation. So the first question you really have to answer is, who do you want to talk to? We are all experts in various fields. Lolita, Sarah, Ramon, TM, Ify, Amanda. We all have expertise in various places from our personal life to our professional life to what we studied at school, what we do for work. So what we want to do is say, who do I want to talk to with this story? If you're building a business, you may want to talk to your ideal client. If you're in Clubhouse and you want to make personal connections around a hobby, then maybe you want to focus on that person, but know who that person is. And your story must answer the question, why am I the perfect guide for this audience? Why me? Why should I, why am I the person to do it? That's what the message you want to come across to people. So there's five steps to creating your signature story. And if anyone has a question or a comment along the way, just flash your mic, just jump in. This is a very casual conversation today is I just want to get through these five points. And remember, you can, you can cover these. You can use this material in anything you're doing, even when you get up on stage and talk in Clubhouse. The great thing is, is that the, your stories, you can expand them or you can reduce them based on the amount of time you have. Whether you have 30 seconds or you've got 200 pages in a book. It's what the level of detail that you tell in the middle of your story is what you would alter. So the first thing we do is we look at pain island. All right, that is the very first place. So what I want you to do is think about the person that you're talking to. What are their pains as they're sitting on this island? So recently I published a book called The Right Plan and it helps people write and publish a book. The pain island for my audience member is they don't have time. They don't know what to write. They don't know if anybody's going to care what they want to write. They want to write a book, but they haven't gotten it done. 
that is their pain island. Somebody else who maybe is talking about parenting, the pain island might be problems with their kids or not having a sleep schedule or whatever that is. So you can apply this in so many different ways. So pain island, put your audience member on pain. What is their challenge? What is their struggle? Or what are they dying to learn how to do? And the key to this is the bigger the pain, the bigger the impact you can have. And if you have spent any time on Russell Brunson or any of the sales funnel sites, what they'll say is the bigger the pain, the higher the price of your solution. So the more that people are willing to pay. So first think about your ideal person. And then what I want you to do is take it up a next level. And most people don't do this. And this is kind of the secret sauce. I want you to 10X that person. And what I mean by 10Xing that avatar is think about their pain, but think about where they want to be in the next three to five years. So for my clients, where they want to be is they want to be a published author. They may want to be a USA bestseller or a New York Times bestseller. Maybe they want to be at Barnes and Noble. Where do they want to be? And the reason you want to understand this is especially when you're doing long form content, all of the case studies, all of the examples, all of the little stories that you share along the way should speak to who that person wants to be. So it could be showing them other people who have done it, showing them that you have done it. And what that does is it empowers and inspires them that they can do that too. And this is where your thing becomes super, super sticky. And can somebody please mute the mic? Um, that's where your story becomes extremely sticky and really can have an impact on the person listening to the story. So 10x that person, figure out who they want to be in the future. They're sitting on Pain Island um, and you're going to take them off of that island. So that's step number one. Step number two is Pleasure Island. What does Pleasure Island look like for that person? Where do they want to go? What do they want? What does that island look like? So now, if you were drawing this out on a piece of paper, on the left-hand side, you'd have Pain Island. You'd have a description of the person. On the right side of the paper, at the very end of it, you'd have a picture of Pleasure Island, maybe some palm trees and a pina colada, and they are their happiest self. Because your goal now here in step three is you need to get them from pain to pleasure. And when we look at a hero's journey, you can see where the parallels are is the starting point of the hero and the transformation at the end. And so the transformation sits on pleasure island. So that step three is how are you going to get there? What needs to take place? Now, when you're making the decision of the steps that you're going to include in your story, this is where you have to know, am I putting this in a book, 200 pages, or am I getting on a stage in Clubhouse and I've got 30 seconds to tell my story? That's the level of detail that you're going to give. So one of the things is, is my husband commented, my husband left corporate and he, he became an entrepreneur like six months ago. And he started reading all these books and really diving in and getting new information. And what he said was, every entrepreneur has a hero's journey story. Every single one starts off with, I started here and I ended up over here. And it's usually really inspirational and there's challenges along the way and those kind of things. So that, is, that can be a signature story. 
Now, the one thing I do want you to keep in mind is we have tons of signature stories, okay? So we're just choosing one at this point, but you can have little mini ones along the way. If he was talking about Brene Brown earlier, she has little stories that she shares in her book that are interactions with her husband that follow this exact framework, but then she's got a bigger life story that would be maybe her life signature story. So we can use this to create all kinds of stories. It's not just one. It's just an exercise you can do when you're creating content to have content that creates an impact with the person consuming it. So how do they need to get to Pleasure Island? What do they need to accomplish? And you can do this in, if you were writing a nonfiction book or you're doing sort of a how-to type thing, if you're an expert in your industry, you're doing a blog post, is it could be tactical. But it could also be kind of an adventure, like when we're on a story, this happened, then this happened, and then I did this, and then I called this person and went through this hurdle. So you can mold these steps based on the type of story that you're sharing. And then the fourth thing is, what challenges did you encounter along the way? And this is so- Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you wanna know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. So, so important. Your challenges and failures is all actually the gift that you can give to people because this is real human connection. We are not living a highlight reel. As much as some of us would like to think that, life is not a highlight reel. And so when we share our challenges and failures, we humanize ourselves with our people. And, you know, one of the things I really appreciate about Breakfast Champions and this room is when people tell stories or when people get up on stage to do segments, they make you feel like they're just a few steps ahead of you. They're taking your hand and they're walking you down a path that you're right there with them. They're not on the top of a mountain. You're at the bottom of the mountain because that's just too much distance when we're trying to create real connection with the people we're sharing our stories with. So take them through the challenges so they know that you understand their pain. That is really, really important because you will lose people if they feel a disconnect between your story and their pain. So that's number four. And the fifth one is, is what lessons did you learn and epiphanies did you have along the way? And this is not just that big transformation at the end. These are all the little things that happened along the way. Usually when we're getting to a transformation, it's not a straight line. So when I um, graduated college with a creative writing degree, the first thing I was told by a parent is you'll never get a job as a writer. So I went into corporate software sales for 10 years. Um, and 10 years later, I started writing. That journey itself had twists and turns. I got a lot of rejections. I didn't get an agent. I had to start over. I had to start um, doing freelance work and fact-checking. And I had to find a back door to get my contract with Simon & Schuster. So these are all the epiphanies and things that I learned along the way. 
And one of my epiphanies was, is that if I could use the sales tactics I learned as a corporate executive to get in the door with a publisher. So these are all the little things because when people hear this in their story, they may come up with their own ideas on how they can get to the transformation too, because not all of us can follow the exact same path. So what lessons did you learn and epiphanies did you have? Did somebody, was somebody have something to say? I think I heard a mic. All right, I'll keep going. Hey, good morning, Patricia. Good morning. How are you? Good, how are you? I am great. I apologize. I just popped in. My phone was like super dead. It didn't charge last night. And so I'm like, charge up. Let's go. Got to get in the room. So I just wanted to say good morning to you while I had the opportunity. Yeah, good morning. Thank you. So we're talking about how to create your signature story. So I know you've got a few of those. And we have walked through the five steps, which is find your listeners pain island figure out where they're at what the pain is irritate maybe the pain a little bit so they understand that you know where they're coming from then what is their pleasure island where do they want to get where are they going to be happy where are they going to get that transformation then thirdly is how are they going to get there what needs to take place for them to get to pleasure island and then what challenges did you encounter along the way? And then how did you handle those challenges? What lessons did you learn? Epiphanies did you have? And this should answer the question that we talked about earlier, which is why are you the perfect guide for this audience? Why should they listen to you? And when we use this formula, we will create the kind of connection with our listeners that either makes them friends, that makes them clients, colleagues, partners. And the great thing about this too, is it attracts the right people and it will repel the rest. And we don't talk about that enough, but it's so important in business and in life. And to what Ify was talking about earlier about boundaries, that we also are very cognizant of who we want to repel. And it doesn't have to be a bad thing. It's a best fit scenario. And so understanding that when we create those stories and the more specific we can be when we talk to our audience will create that deeper relationship that we're looking for and not being so general when we're talking to people. And so I wanted to give you guys a few resources that you can use depending on how you want to apply your stories. Um, so one is it's called $100 million offers by Alex. By Alex And when I saw this book, I was like, or saw the title, I was kind of like, hmm, this sounds a little bit cheesy. It is an excellent book for creating your offers. It's a great to analyze the offers and what you are delivering to people. If you are a coach, if you are a course creator, if you're building a funnel or value ladder, he puts you through, it's almost like a workbook. He puts you through so many exercises to really dial down to your niche how you can use your expertise and how you can best serve others. So I highly recommend that book. Um, I think it's blown up on the bestseller list like gazillion times. And he also has a great YouTube channel around this as well. And it's going to reinforce all the things that you are learning in the champion circle. If you are part of that mastermind. So grab that book. If you're in business, the other one is 
I'm going to, I'm going to pimp my own thing here is I had a book. If you want to write a book, I came out with a book a couple weeks ago. It's called the right plan, how to successfully write and publish a high impact book. That is how to use your story, your earned expertise, which is a combination of what you've learned, what you've experienced and your perspective, how to use that to best serve others to create an impact. And the third one is, is if you're a public speaker, and even if you're not, if you're on Clubhouse talking and you want to learn how to be more succinct, how to deliver more of an experience when you talk to people, is there is a book called How to Deliver a TED Talk that breaks down the TED Talk formula that is an excellent resource to use anytime that you are organizing your expertise in a way to deliver it to others. So I actually picked up that book in, um, I live in Florida, and one of the exercises they put kids through starting in sixth grade is every year they have to write a TED Talk. And then they have TEDx kids events all over the place. But we picked up like three different books on TED Talks. This was the best one. And I have actually used that book so many different times when I'm preparing stuff, even blog content. So it's an excellent resource for starting to put your stories together. So I just want to leave a little bit of room here for questions or comments around your signature story, or if you have any question about books, now is your opportunity. Monica, I see you flashing your mic. Good morning. So good to see you. Good morning, my friend. It was so good to meet you in Lexington and get to hug your neck. Thank you for this segment. I have two quick questions. I've been taking notes and you mentioned the very first book was a hundred somethings and I, I didn't catch it. Yeah, so it is called $100 million. I think they actually on the cover, it says 100M, but it stands for Million Offers by Alex Hermosi. I'm telling you, when you pull it up on Amazon, it looks like a children's workbook. And I was a little hesitant to buy it, but it's excellent. It's really, really good. Okay, thank you. My second question is, <clears throat> I've been a speaker for a long time, and, and the ability to, to expand and contract content is really important. How short do you believe a really good signature story can be and still be effective? And I'll just stop at that. Yeah, so I think you can do one in 30 seconds to a minute, because if the pain island, you can present it in less than a sentence you know, is how many of you have felt like, or, you know, when Glenn opens up and talks about how he was in his opening statement, he almost goes through his entire signature story. So he talks about where he was in his life. So that's enough for the pain. The transformation is where he is now with Breakfast of Champions, you know, a thousand episodes or whatever he wants to focus on the transformation. And then you could just give like one or two steps along the way. So I think it can be super short. You know, my clients are using it for 200 to 250 page books. And so you don't, the thing we have to remember is the transformation is more important than the tactics. Just like in business, we talk about the strategy is more important than the tactics. It's the same thing. Now, if you're going to stretch it out, you want to get into tactics. If you're going to be talking on clubhouse or, you know, some other on the phone with somebody, you may just want to give like the overview and skip the tactics. And then if they have questions, they can ask you about the tactics, if that makes sense. So the tactics come in under the pleasure Island section or where do those come in? 
Yeah, so those are the journey. So you're on Pain Island, you're taking them to Pleasure Island. Think about you're on a boat ride. And while you're moving from one to the next, that's when you start putting in what challenges did you face? What lessons did you learn? How did you do it? So the how is kind of in, in transit, I guess you would say, while you're getting there. So it's how you accomplish that. It's usually like the meat of a book. So the beginning of a book, when I'm talking to people, what I tell people to do, and people do this in public speaking all the time, is you want to start by irritating the pain. So they picked up your book or they're listening to you. They came to your clubhouse room for a reason. They want to get something out of it. So you want to reinforce they're in the right place by irritating the pain a little bit. You know, how many of you feel like people are crossing boundaries in your life? How often does this, does this sound like you? I was experiencing X, Y, Z. So the first chapter often is irritating that pain. And then you're letting them know, but hey, there's light at the end of the tunnel type of thing. I'm gonna get you over to Pleasure Island. And then all the chapters in the middle is you're walking them through the process of getting there. But at the same time, you're letting them know that there's gonna be some challenges, there's gonna be some pitfalls, there's gonna be some things you're gonna have to change. And that's where the tactics start coming in during that process. So it's what we call like the messy middle. That's where you really kind of dig into that. But really, if you're talking very quickly with somebody, you can skip a lot of that and go from pain to pleasure and just give a few highlights in the middle to get them over to that transformation. Like Triple J, Triple J is a perfect example. He had diabetes, he didn't feel good, he felt unhealthy. We know now he is the amazing Triple J, he is healthy, he feels great, he wants to help other people. So that's pain and pleasure. And if he just mentioned that he did it through diet and exercise, that's his 30 second signature story right there. Now he wants to coach. I know this because he's told me this in other rooms, he wants to be a coach. And so he is now gonna start laying out the challenges he faced, how specifically he did it and so on. And that's what he's gonna cover in the middle if he wanted, I know he's writing a book and he's doing some other things. So now he's gonna stretch it out and really get into the how he did it. Does that make sense? It does make sense. And then you wrap it up with why are you the perfect guide? Is that the last one? That is implied. So that is just what you want. That is the overall feeling you want them to have, why you are or aren't, right? So when I gave my introduction and said, you know, I work with entrepreneurs and athletes and people that want to create an impact with their reader and their business, fiction writers, memoir writers, um, people who don't fit that category, you know, they're automatically going to pull themselves out of the equation. They're going to, you know, I've automatically repelled them. And I've stated who I'm looking for, who I'm a good fit for. And then by listening to my segment today, you could decide, is she the perfect guide for me or not? So it's really in what you're delivering. And when you're delivering value is you want people to answer that question for themselves. Is this the perfect guide for me or not? Hey, Monica, have you ever seen the movie Moana? I have not. Oh my gosh, you've got to go see it. You got to go watch it today. I'll be over later today. So Warm it up. <laughs> we can learn so much from these Disney these Disney movies because they really do a great job of what Patricia 
was talking about right there. But like in Moana, it starts with her pain, right? She wants to go to the ocean. She wants to explore. She doesn't know why. And she's supposed to be the, the queen of the island. She's supposed to be happy where she's at. She's supposed to be content. She's supposed to have gratitude for where, for, for where she is. And her parents are, are telling her, no, don't go there. Everything's here. Don't go there. Everything's here. You have everything you need. Everything's amazing. But she keeps feeling called to more. And ultimately, she finally goes out and she goes on this journey and she meets a guy named Maui. And through the journey, they have all of these struggles and pain points. And Maui teaches her certain things about how to navigate the ocean, how to navigate who she is. And so she learns and develops on the journey the strategies that were ultimately required for her to, in the end, step into and over to Pleasure Island, where she steps into the fullness of ultimately who she is. And everyone benefits by her not con not um, staying constricted to the confines of those that came before her, but ultimately stepping into her individual uniqueness and greatness, and everybody benefits from that. So in that story, it really captures, as Patricia was talking about, your question was, you know, where do the strategies fit in? Are they on Pleasure Island? No, the strategies are, uh, they're, they're, we follow those and learn those through the journey that ultimately gets us to that destination over on the other side. So just wanted to share that. Well, and what's interesting, what you just said, Glenn, so that took less than a minute for you to tell that story of a movie that's probably 90 minutes long. And so that's how he was able to shorten that journey, that talk into still get the message across, still teach you what you wanted to know and share the story. But you could also go watch the movie and you're going to get a lot more from it and all the details. So that's how we take our signature story from something longer, which may be like an hour YouTube video, uh, our public speaking thing, a book or a digital course or something like that. And we can shorten it and use it in our sales funnels, on our website, on Instagram, in Clubhouse and all these different ways. But we can still use that signature story. So when we go through the process of creating that story, we should repurpose it in several different ways. And if it really is the key story, like it is for her in her experience, you're going to want to repurpose that story. And the more people, the more times somebody hears that story, the more it's going to reinforce your transformation and your story and make people know who you are better. So the other thing is, is your signature story can be told over and over and over again, because it's something that you can become known for and that people will look to you towards. And getting back to Triple J, I know his story because I've heard versions of it over and over and over again. And it makes me feel more connected to him. It makes me want to know more about him. And if I was going through the experience he went through, he is the first person I would think of that I would want to go to if I needed help with that particular challenge. So signature stories are amazing. And they're the best use of time that you can use as you're planning out your business and the different things that you're going to be doing in the coming year, because you will use it over and over again. And it will be the first thing people remember about you over the tactics, over the tools, over the segments of all the steps that we take people through. Your signature story is what's going to provide the connection so that they're going to listen to everything else that you have to say. So I am actually at the top of the hour. I am ending right on time. I 
Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.